Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. And I wasn't sure what was going to come out after that. My fabulous goal. <laughs> Remember we used to do the alphabet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have well, been fat. One? It could have been... <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> could have been anything. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'll tell you, we... Uh, Definitely come off the wall with some strange stuff sometimes. But hey, you know, we got a great show coming up today. We've got a, a, a longtime friend of mine. He's, he's been a friend of mine for several years via the New Visions Radio Network. Uh, matter of fact, I passed the torch on to him. And, uh, and along with him, we've got one of his co hosts of, of one of his shows. He does several different shows. There to be better with Ray and Sid. So, none other than let's welcome in Ray Powers and Sid. How are you doing? How are you, buddy? Hi, guys. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Carrie. Hi. You know, I'm in radio. Nice F-4 to have you. Me nervous. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, my my biggest question is, Ray, how how did you and Sid uh, uh, become involved in a, a radio program? Well, I'll give my take, and then Sid will either refute it or she will corroborate. But um, we shared an agent, and as you know, I've had the Ray Powers Hour for the past five, six years, 
um, mostly music-based talk show, and I mostly have recording artists. But then uh, our agent said, would you, you know, step outside the box and interview other people? From time to time, I do that. I've had Pepper J on. I've had some celebrities and stuff. So I said, sure. And he said, well, here's Sidney Hall. And I'm like, well, who's he? And she goes, no, no, it's a she. I got the press kit. And I'm like, wow, that is not a he for sure. And I said, well, okay, we can, we can, certainly, we can certainly do this. This will be fun. And Sid and I hit it off immediately. And um, the show went very well. The ratings were well. The, the replays were even better. And um, within a week or two, Sidney goes, you know what? You need a new show. Here's your format. I'm your co-host. And X, Y, and Z. A couple months later, here I am, and here, and here well, we are. Oh, I love her. She's a girl show. after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> Takes control. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, so what kind of a show is it? It's called Dare to Be Better. So it's based on real everyday people, or yes, yeah. so take it. Well, okay. So Dare to Be Better, you know. I will tell you, I had myself been looking for a co-host for almost 30 years. So I, Ray, are you serious? Wait, mm-hmm. And I'm a girl, man. I will dig my heels in until I get what I want. So, yes, I have been searching for my co-host for 30 years. And then I had this interview with Ray, and as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's this chemistry. I mean, this is this is the gig, right? So I did. I approached. A couple days later, I have no qualms with this because I have nothing to lose and everything to gain, right? And I just said, hey, this is, this is what we need to do. Here's your concept, blah, blah, blah. And so the concept is, so I, I love life. I love helping people reinvent themselves, help them find gratitude in their life, help them to just see that life is anything and everything you choose it to be. And so Ray and I, we use stories, you know, from our parents from life and we tell stories in order to create a vehicle to something better in life. And it really does influence the spirit to alter and choose to change. That's what we do. That's awesome. I love that premise. And do you have people that call in ever? We don't have call in so much, but we, uh, we do read email and then we will, you know, tackle the subject. Because it's just the two of gotcha. us, you know, it is a podcast format, you know, a table you know, right. sitting across from each other. And if we took phone calls, I just think it would just, it's only a half hour show. We probably exactly. wouldn't get, it would uh, eat into you know, it. Yeah. Right. A three hour show, you want content, but 30 minutes flies, as you know. <laughs> well, our, our oh, no, we still want content in 30 minutes. <laughs> our, 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 our format takes after Seinfeld, the show about nothing. <laughs> we reference Seinfeld all the time. It's a I show about nothing, that. literally. That's beautiful. Literally, that's so beautiful. So see, no one's ever disappointed. They're like, well, there it is again. Nothing. Why? <laughs> I can excel at nothing. We just talked about whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's excellent of you two to be able to do that. I mean, you just show up each time and everyone's, no one's ever disappointed. That was nothing. Yep. <laughs> I think half of our listeners just want to hear if we're really who we say we are. <laughs> they want to hear what our voices sound like, and they're like, okay, I'm satisfied. Bye. 
<laughs> Number one, are you going to show up? Number two, where is it going to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when I first started doing the radio podcast, uh, gosh, this was back in 2005, maybe, 2006, somewhere around there, a long time ago. And, and I remember my very first show was on Blog Talk Radio. And I was in the chat room, and there was people popping in the chat room. And, and I was watching them, and they'd, like, disappear and then reappear and disappear and reappear. So I knew that they were, like, refreshing their screen because, for some reason. And come to find out after the show was over, I had my mic on mute the entire time. And uh, so <laughs> it, was, it was an hour-long show of absolutely nothing. <laughs> See, he didn't disappoint. I did the opposite on the very first Ray Powers hour. It was live, live, and I had a hot mic, and as I'm getting ready to go on the air, I'm already on the air, and I'm sitting there probably cursing under my breath, and I'm hitting <laughs> buttons, and I'm, and finally, Megan Pennington calls, and he goes, hey, uh, idiot, you might want to uh, mute your mic or something. <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, at least we know we can get together and just laugh, if nothing else. <laughs> yeah, Terry joined me uh, not too long after uh, an episode that I had. I had Ryan Andreas, who was on America's Got Talent, and this was several years ago. And uh, I had him on the show, and Terry was a Oh, boy, him. here we go. <laughs> and and that's, that's how she ended up... Uh, Becoming my co-host is after she called them. Uh, I don't know, just something, just something about Terry I, I liked, and and so we we decided to start doing the show together and rename the show Not Late Night, uh, and because uh, we're never on late at night, except for maybe on Newsbusiness <laughs> uh, Radio. But, but as far and as it's your last name. Yeah. <laughs> And then the NAYT, of course, is the Michael Knight. So we, we use that. And uh, but yeah, it's 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 been a fun run, and uh, and we've been kind of on and off here the last few years. But uh, I did I did tune into some of your shows, Ray and Sid, and and found found them quite fun to listen to. You guys, have oh, been thank you. fantastic. Yeah. You know, we, so you guys have been together how long now? Oh, it's only been a couple. I just episodes. wondered how long you've only... been together. Oh, a couple. Oh. Good. Since April thirteenth, we've been together. April thirteenth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, and you know, we're kind of we've kind of slid into a rhythm with one another, and I think the thing that really creates the magic is that. He really is the play-by-play guy. You know what I'm saying? He keeps things ticking along. He keeps everyone in order, meaning me. And I'm the color commentator. You know, I'm left and I'm right and I'm up and I'm down. <laughs> this one episode, he says to me afterwards, I don't even think he remembers. He says to me as we're walking out of this hotel, he goes, you know, Sid, maybe in the next episode you can share the mic a little more with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. so I, I I'll give it a try. So much. Yeah, I attempted to not talk so much 
can we get to about the middle of it? And Ray says to the listeners, well, I guess we have nothing else to say because we're just sitting here staring at each other. And I'm like, no, I have a crap load to say. I have plenty to say. (laughs) It's your turn to speak. Speak, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's difficult when you're doing it remote. Well, no, we're face to face. Yeah, we're face to face. We're literally staring at each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you fly to New York to do the shows, don't you, Sin? Oh yeah, you gotta stir up New York. These the New Yorker, they don't know what to think about me. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you gotta skip and smile and I made I made three new friends in less than thirty minutes out just walking on the streets of New York. Gonna fly out you know, New York, awesome. people, people are afraid to talk to each you other in New York. You make new friends without, each other. without the yeah. – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's all right. No, I said, you know, people like on the subway, you won't even look at the next person next to you. And they're still chatting away, and she's got, you know, all these friends and phone numbers. She's like, yeah, come out to Salt Lake. We'll hang out. We'll do this. And she has these actual phone numbers of people and Facebook pages <laughs> and LinkedIn pages. And she's like, yeah, I made a bunch of friends this afternoon at lunchtime. Comes up the break and she's got oh, like a whole page of friends. Well, oh, you're not you're not shy, are you, Sid? <laughs> no, no, that's how come I dared to go pitch this. And what's so funny is when I was pitching to Ray this concept that he needs a new show, and after I was done pitching, I'm like, Ray, so do you want it? He goes, Oh, I need to. I go, Yeah, I'm pitching now, Ray. He goes, Okay. I go, No, you've got to say yes or no. So he's like, Yes. She must be cute. (laughs) Extremely. It can it can hurt. It can hurt. What else is he gonna say? But listen, I paid Ray to say that. Just know that. (laughs) The Venmo just hit my account. We're good. Yes, we're good. Venmo. It's kind of scary, Ray. You know, you first ever guest on your show, you blink your eyes, they're sitting right next to you. How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's because we know how to blink our eyes. I guess. <laughs> you flutter them and boom. Now you got what, a co-host. What amazes, what amazes me is her willingness to spend money to fly to New York to spend some time with you. Well, I well, wonder what's your problem that you haven't flown me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the accountant, the accountant will uh, review the budget at the end of the year, and if we're not, you know, if we're not hitting the nut, then we're going to get uh, spanked on the carpet. But so far, so good. We're, you know, we're uh, we're earning our keep. So we should be okay. Spanked on the carpet. That sounds like something else on my bucket list. <laughs> Yeah, none of that sounds this really be a big like what we should be talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, it said dare to be better. It didn't say that. at what. Exactly. <laughs> Michael's oh, just God. looking at his hand going, hmm, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> right? You've known me a long time. How, how can I be better? 
How can you be better? Michael, you're just perfect. Don't change. Um, <laughs> well, Michael Did doesn't hold back, as you bitter? know. Bitter or bitter? <laughs> Michael's a lot like Sydney. They don't hold back. If you want to know what's on their mind, they will tell you unfiltered. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And Very true. Michael also loves getting a rise out of people, which I love about him. Yeah, I, I do like I do like get people uh, wondering sometimes out of their comfort <laughs> zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think my favorite question I ever asked a guest, and this was a a young kid who who was uh, was a musician, singer songwriter, and I I asked him straight up. I said, "So why did you get into the music business? Was it was it?" Because you wanted fame or fortune, or did you want more fortune? And uh, he went totally, totally, totally blank. He, he couldn't even answer the question. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always yes. If, yeah, or they're lying. Yeah. Unless your mom, yeah. then it's always no. <laughs> of course, right? If mom's listening, it's like, no, I just love music. I wanted to make mom proud and make, make sure those piano lessons were well spent. Funny. So, oh, I wish I could have seen that kid's face. <laughs> so you Michael, did you leave? You, <laughs> you, you I was wondering you both, if Michael took you off. Like, you both seem oh. like you're having a lot of fun together. Uh, how often do you get together to record your shows? Once a month. We'll, we'll do four in a row, and then, uh, you know, this way we got a block of them. We, uh, you know, we air them. Usually on the on the uh, the blogs and all the uh, podcast platforms, they like them all at once. You know, when you have four, they want four. They like to binge. On YouTube, right. on the radio, we'll spoon feed them one at a time. But, you know, if, if Sid comes out once a month, it's more cost effective that way. And, uh, you know, then I can edit a little bit more at my leisure and, uh, right. you know, it buys you more time than doing it once a week. Absolutely. Yeah, that's true. And it's a write-off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like you I know, said, that accountant's going to look at the ledgers problem. and uh, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, so, Sid, so where in Utah do you live without, without putting yourself in peril? <laughs> no, I, I live in Salt Lake, and it's gorgeous out here, especially right now with the trees changing, you know? Changing. It's spectacular here in Utah. It yeah. is beautiful. I've been there many times. Oh, have you? Have you been to Portland? In college, especially. I went to college in Rexburg, Idaho. Oh, my gosh. You did? <laughs> wow. I did. <laughs> Wow. So we would go to Salt Lake all the time. Yeah, well, it is gorgeous right now with the trees changing and you know all of that going on. So yeah, very pretty. absolutely, mm-hmm. very beautiful have always, there. Have you always lived in Utah, Sid? So I was literally born in the Philippines on the side of the road with a cardboard box and a mother in complete poverty. <laughs> she. She literally lives Are you in a being box. serious now? Mm-hmm. She's serious. Yeah. 
I'm she just is. curious. So I am a girl that this is why I had to approach Ray because I live life based upon having gratitude. Every day I'm always doing whatever I need to do so I can show my birth mom through action. And my parents here that they have literally gifted me with the greatest life I could ever have because if I would have not been put up for adoption, it would have been prostitution or trafficking, you know, from that right. box. So, yeah, we really, that is really what our basis is. It's about how to find your happiness because happiness really isn't out there in the world in you and how to have gratitude because gratitude is the vehicle to more joy and fulfillment. So, yeah, Absolutely. that's where I was born. Wow. That's amazing. That's an amazing story, and I love your attitude. Well, thank you. You should be a life coach. (laughs) Well, thank you. I actually, I mean, I'm not that, but I love doing it. I love doing it. And I want people to really see that life is quite a brilliant place to be when you understand there's a process to it. And the process is if you don't have gratitude, you will never find joy or happiness. It's as simple as that. It really is. Yeah. So what would you I tell somebody who says, I can't like find me. it and I am grateful? Or, or you're like me, I'm just what? crazy, so I find happiness everywhere. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually asking Sid, Michael. <laughs> we know Michael's crazy. <laughs> we already know you're crazy. Well, hey. I, I can be Sid for five seconds, right? Okay. <laughs> what were you asking? I was saying, what do you tell the person who says, I am grateful, but I just can't find that happiness, that happy point? Then I say this point of view is everything. It's 100% everything. So you may want to relook what your point of view is because your point of view will di- directly connect you to the where you are in life, to your fulfillment or lack of, point of view is 100% of everything. And if you can't alter your point of view, you will never find gratitude. And if you can't find your gratitude, you're never going to find joy or happiness. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I said earlier, you're either bitter or you're better. And, and not to be cliche, but the glass is half full or it's half empty. And it's always mm-hmm. going to be your point of view. Yeah. And I, I like tell that. you, with rain, you know, you know that. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, uh, Terry and I were talking before you guys showed up, before the show started, and that we were talking about. And I, I, you know, I, I've received news that I, I'm terminally ill, and uh, and that I've got probably like a year left of, of living to do, and and it's like. It doesn't bother me, and I don't know if it's because I'm either insane or or what, but it's like it's no big deal because, you know, I'm ready to go anytime. I know where I'm going, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. And and it's like I just still live life just like I always have, and, and a lot of people seem to not understand that, and they, it's like they want me to be miserable or sad or unhappy or, you know, and I just can't be. I've never been one to 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 be able to be sad for longer than about five minutes. And they don't know how to talk so to you about it. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Sid. 
Well, I was just going to say he, he, you know, you're really talking about point of view because you've chosen, you've chosen your point of view and your point of view is to have gratitude and have passion for your life as it is. And that point of view is altering your existence, right? You're living more in this moment than many people will live in 60 or 70 years. That's quite Yeah, you know. I, I've been I've been really a very fortunate person. I think I've I've gotten to do things that that most people would only dream of. You know, I've gotten to meet people most people would only dream of, and and it's like I I just live each day just as as it goes. I always have. You know, I I don't pre-plan really anything. You know, I've I've work jobs and one day decided, huh, I don't want to do it anymore and just quit, you know, and moved on. You know, it's just like I've always lived my life under my own terms and I think I think that uh, you know, a lot of people could learn a lot from that. Mm, absolutely. I agree with that. I got a feeling Michael's going to live despite a lot of people for a long, long time, a lot more than he I realizes. think so too. I hope so, man. <laughs> Or haunt us all. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I can't wait for. That's, that's really the most exciting he part. He cannot about wait for that. Yeah, it's the most exciting part about dying. I'll be able to come back and haunt people that I couldn't visit in real life. You know, so watch out, Ray. You know? <laughs> Unbelievable. There is certainly oh, yeah, nobody yeah. like you, Michael. Yeah, you know, there really like, is not. People, people just don't get it, you know. But life is life. It's just like my my lung doctor. He got really upset because I told him that I wasn't going to do any treatments, period, because I've I've known too many people with cancer, uh, some who used, did do treatments and some who didn't, and the ones who did treatments were more miserable than the ones who didn't. Uh, and he said, "Yeah, because, because all the side effects of the treatments." Yeah. And he said, well, you're going to die sooner. I said, Doc, we all die. You know, it's, it's, when, it's, when it's our time, the Lord takes us. And, and so, you know, I'm not worried about it. You know, I, I don't want to suffer to live longer. That, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Right. No, and I think when you know that you have a year left or five years left or whatever, if we were all to know the day we were going to, the day of our demise, I think we would live every single day to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you don't. You don't worry about, you know, dying so much. You just worry about living at that point. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Michael's yeah, not I'm even really taking not his not diabetic uh, medication or anything, because anything with <laughs> poor side effects just really messes up his quality of life. Well, you know, yeah. well, six years ago, six years ago, I was diagnosed with COPD and was told I had five years to live. So they hmm. were wrong. <laughs> yeah, they were wrong. Some people were disappointed. <laughs> and and now, now, now I've got lung cancer on top of it. And uh, they said I got a year to live. So I figured I probably got two or three more. All right. Michael has done. Excellent. If, one, if Michael's done one thing in life, it's defied the odds and uh, laughed in the faces of people who uh, make predictions. <laughs> mm, absolutely. 
Yeah, you know, the one thing I've I've always been very thankful for, I think the most, Ray, is one thing is meeting you. You've become a very, very good friend of mine, even though we've never met in person. Likewise. I got to change that. I got to get out there soon, man. Yeah, you do. Michael and I are only a couple hours away. My biggest, my biggest accomplishment was was uh, was building New Visions Radio. That was my biggest accomplishment in my life, I think. For, for well, I stand by me, that. For somebody who knows has no knowledge of, of the internet really or how to do things, you know, I was able to to just read and read and read and figure out how. Yeah, that always amazed me. You just like. You figured it out. Exactly. It's like you built the website, you built the following. It's like, I don't know how to do this, but hey, let's, let's figure it out. Why not? Here and you go. Yep. <laughs> that would intimidate most people. Wow. Yeah, it would. It was quite a task, an undertaking, but he's done a lot that way. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I I can I can I can remember the the beginning days of New Visions Radio and all the headaches and 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 all the hard hard times just to get it going and and having it you know not not shut down on me in the middle of the night and stuff like that it was it was hell for the beginning I'll tell you. Sid, that's his way of telling us we better not whine about the little problems. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is what he's saying. You better yeah. appreciate all the hard work and effort he put oh into it. Oh my gosh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, just you know, for me to be able to meet Ray, he, you know, he does fit me like a glove. And having New Visions Radio and all of these kind of connections, it's it's beautiful. I feel completely grateful for it, and um, I feel like today I'm a little wackier than usual because I just feel it. I feel like, I don't know, I'm just out there today because I can just, oh, I'm so inspired, and I'm, I'm grateful to be on your show. This is just lovely. I love it. We're grateful to have you guys. This is fun. Thank you. It's true. Yeah. I even, go ahead. <clears throat> And you know the thing is, Sid. You know, you. I, I. I see a lot of me in you because you don't take no for an answer, and and you continue to to follow and chase after your dreams, and that's that's what life is all about. And so many people give up so easily, and and if they would just fight for it, they they would be able to live an incredible life. Like like I said, I. I've done so many things. I've been in movies. I've been in TV. I've been. I've. I worked as a professional comedian. I worked as a, a professional singer. You know, I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. And I grew up in a town of two thousand people. You know, it, it's a small town kid who who got to be able to do all the things that he ever dreamed about. You know, and I grew up dreaming about doing those things. And uh, and I think mm-hmm. it's important that if you have if you have dreams, you you have to you have to fight for them and you have to go for them. I was lucky because it seemed like I was just in the right spot at the right time many many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I can absolutely vouch for that. You remind me a lot of uh, Michael Sid when you just figure it out. You know what you need, you map it out, and you do it, and you don't take no for an answer. Mm-hmm. 
anybody who's a detractor gets pushed aside, and it's like, hold on, I'll be right with you. I got to do this first. And boom, you do it. Yeah. Love them at a distance. They're toxic. Leave them alone out of the equation. And exactly. push forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I do. All, I, I love the yeah, and I love going after the impossible, you know, the thing that everyone thinks is the impossible, because the way I see it is, if everyone thinks that that's the impossible, that means no one's chasing it. Excellent. That gives me more room on the freeway to get there, right? I don't have to maneuver as many times. So, great. I would love everyone to continue to tell me what they think is impossible, so that I know I have fewer people I have to maneuver around. And you better believe, once you tell me I can't have it, Oh, I'm going to maneuver and maneuver and maneuver until I get it. Uh, that's, well, because that's the words I'm possible ever. are in impossible. So there's no such thing as impossible. It's I'm possible. Oh, and that's, that's what beautiful. that's how you look at things, Sid. Oh, thank you. Yes, I do. And I love it because I would hate to disappoint my parents here and my birth mother. You know, they truly did give me this life of opportunity to be and do anything I want. This girl, so I have severe dyslexia. I didn't even start reading until I was 24. And, um, you know, the only one, yeah, the only one here when I was growing up was brown skin coming from a third world country. And it's it's amazing. Still to this day, I can't do math. (laughs) You know, there's certain things I I But you know what? You have such gratitude, even like you when you mention your birth mother. You're so grateful for her, and she's in the equation, and I love that. Oh, thank you. Yes, and so you can't take her. In my opinion, you can't take her out of the equation. She gave you Mm -hmm. life, and I don't know what else happened after that. That's not my business, but. The fact that you keep her in the equation along with your adoptive parents is amazing. Mm. That shows how you have Thank gratitude. You. Mm. I just love life. I love life, and, and I'm so grateful to have Ray in my life. The poor sap, he's going to be in my life the rest, the rest of his life. <laughs> That's true. Have have he got more than he bargained for. <laughs> That's right. Maybe I signed, I signed it up, and then I looked at the contract, and so it was infinitum. I said, oh, boy. There was no expiration date on that contract. I should have looked, but in blood, you had her finger on the date. It's just like me, me and Terry too. You know, Terry and I, whether we do the show or not, we're always we're always talking with each other. You know, it's it, you you just become friends for life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you two do have a great synergy together, though. And again, I've. You know, I don't know you, but I do know this from speaking to you right now. There's like an energy to it. It has a little magic. That there's a flow, a give and take. You guys are really good together. Mm-hmm. Very well, thank good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Carrie, you can figure out. We've been doing this for how many years now? Oh, go ahead, Ray. Oh, Carrie, I was just going to say you could figure out between Sid and I who the problem child is. Who would the problem child be in uh, your relationship? Oh, definitely Michael. Michael, okay. That was that was my assumption, but I, I don't know you that well, so I just had to assume. No, <laughs> I don't know. What would in. you say, Michael? Me? Probably me. No, you know, I Am think, I the I problem child, Michael? No, you are? I, I think I'm, I am, you know, and it's because I like to to come off the wall 
you know, at different points in time and just see what reaction I get. And and, and, <laughs> and I'm the one reeling so, it in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so you're so easy. You're so easy to get such great reactions from that, I that am. it makes, makes me being a problem child even that much easier. <laughs> <laughs> I really hey, am. Is about all I can handle. <laughs> I'm fodder for him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, well, Ray does have his hands full. I'm not kidding you. I mean, I am left, I'm right, and I can even see, like, I'm above my body. Half of the time going, oh, geez, she's left, she's right, she's up, she's down, she's talking 900 miles an hour. And this man calmly just ropes me back in. He keeps me in one lane. He is spectacular. And he never, ever tries to change me or get me, well, he'll suggest that I not talk as much. But he's noticed that's not really successful. going to happen. <laughs> She yeah. did warn me. I, I will give her that. She, I got fair warning ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You guys, that's you such did. an awesome gig that you have where you're able to fly out there and record four sessions yeah. and then go home and then yeah, go right. back out. I mean, that's wonderful. I mean, it would be so, you yeah. know, even today there's crosstalk and it's not anybody's fault. It's just we're all remotely calling in. It would be so right. wonderful for Michael and I if we could sit across the table or next to each other and and do the show. And we did at at one point and it was amazing. But mm. yeah, that's wonderful. I'm glad that you guys have that. Yeah, there is something yeah. to that magic of being able to sit across from somebody. Absolutely. I can, Plus I then you get the audio and the video. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of like the obscurity of not being able to see anybody, and and and, and <laughs> use my imagination to picture exactly what they're thinking and what what their reactions are in my mind. I, I think I think I get more entertainment at that way. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, yeah, being a songwriter, I would I would pay to see his face when you asked him that million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> Which million dollar question? <laughs> oh, the one about why he got into the music business. Yeah. And he put him on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I love putting people on the spot in general. You know, Ray's lucky because I, I like I like Ray and no Ray. If I if I didn't know Ray and I didn't really care care about his feelings, you wouldn't have him on the show. No, this would just be a totally different episode. <laughs> well, that's true. This is true. You'd still have him on, but you wouldn't be nice. <laughs> I got pretty lucky. I've heard Michael eviscerate people. It's hysterical. Very, very good radio. Oh, there's that word again. That came up earlier, and my husband's like, what's this word mean? I says, I think it kind of means that looks like a mean bird. So I think eviscerate is that he's going to, like, eat you. <laughs> Yeah, you basically rend somebody from top to bottom. Yeah, and I can, you know. I I remember I had a guest on one time that he he claimed that he was abducted by aliens, and that the aliens gave him the cure for cancer. And so, wow. I I I asked him, well, what what was the cure for cancer the aliens gave him? And he said. For everybody to stop smoking. 
and I'm sorry. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a cure for anything. <laughs> but, you know, it, and, and so I, There's some I, prevention I, I, there, but point, uh, yeah. Yeah, after, after that point, uh, I, I could no longer even partially take him seriously. You know, I, I tried my best, you know, because he said he was abducted by aliens, and who knows, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe there is aliens or maybe there aren't. But, but you know, if you're going to say you're abducted by aliens, at least say something that's believable. Right. Mm-hmm. Because True. being abducted by aliens is so believable. <laughs> yeah. He didn't mean illegal aliens, right? He meant the ones in space. Right. right. I would <laughs> clarify that. Because <laughs> I am no, a legal, not illegal, I'm a legal alien. <laughs> that would be more believable, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. You know, you know, Ray, I had I had this friend back back in the uh in the nineties I had a band that was called Roswell and we did the Reno Vegas circuit for years. And and my my lead guitarist, really great friend of mine, Joe Montanez, uh rest in peace, he 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 had he passed some cancer as well. But he uh he was he was Hispanic but he couldn't speak a lick of Spanish. And I can remember when we would take breaks, when we would take breaks from from performing, and we'd be out on the floor, a lot of Hispanic people would come up to him and start talking to him in Spanish. I'm fluent in Spanish, and, and I'm white, and he's he's Hispanic, and he he, he doesn't know a bit of Spanish. And, and he, used to, he used to crack me up because they'd be talking to him in Spanish like crazy, and he'd get this weird look in his face, and he'd turn to me and say, "What did he say?" Ask the gringo what he said. <laughs> it was hilarious. We used to have a lot of fun. That's good stuff. Well, that's what, that's what the whole point of it: is you're living a rich life. Yeah. What what's some of the funniest things that's happened to you, Ray? Some of the funniest things that's happened to me? Yeah. God, I could probably write a book on that. I mean <laughs> And probably should. Right. Well, if you're talking about like on stage, um, one of the yeah. funniest pranks, just to give you one. Uh last night of a tour, you know how the opening act usually gets hazed? Um, right. On the last night, right. you're kind of expecting it. You just don't know what's going to happen. Well, in my rider, it was a very simple rider. All I wanted was some food backstage, you know, either a pizza or peanut butter and jelly. I'm really big on that. So I'd live to regret that. I'm on stage. It's dark. And I go, I pick up my bass off the, off the uh, stand. I put it on and I go to hit the first note. And the whole entire fretboard of my face is slathered in peanut butter. <laughs> and I'm hitting my face, and there's nothing coming out. And I can't figure out what's going on. I'm checking the settings and everything else. I was so in the moment, I didn't realize that my whole left hand was covered in peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, every, the text from the, from the headline band are howling, laughing. And thank God I had a second bass with me, and they they came over and they handed me the other bass and they cleaned it up for me. But 
It was hysterical. So the crowd can see it. I'm the last one who realized it. Everybody knew it. And I was just like, okay, you got me good. (laughs) I would have said it. I'm just just letting you guys know this is an – I'm trying to teach you a new way of cleaning your guitar. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, they were trying to sell a new cleaning product. It was an infomercial. I didn't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How about you, Sid? What's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, my gosh. We can't even start. I have so many. Aside from meeting me. Yeah, I I can't even (laughs) tell you. But, okay, I will tell you one of the most recent. Because I've been caught getting out of my jeans. I was getting out of my car and my shorts. You know, I was so proud that I thought I was losing weight. Well, I'm walking and I get like three cars off and I'm like, what the heck? It's pretty breezy. And I look down and my shorts had fallen off at the door of the Jeep and I'm three cars away. <laughs> and I, at first I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm really losing weight. I feel like I'm lighter. And then I'm like, crap, I'm not lighter. I just lost my pants. So that stuff happens all the time to me. In New York, when I was making all my friends, I told Ray that I went out and I had to go grocery shopping, and it's very different grocery shopping there than here. So I'm just buying a few things, because here you're going to buy for 12 days. There I'm buying just for that day. So I'm I'm doing my thing, and I'm smiling, and I'm chatting with people. And as I get to the door, there is a guy standing there. And I'm like, oh. I go, hey, I just got done shopping. And he goes, okay. And I go, do you want to see my receipt? And he goes, oh, okay. So I start fumbling around looking for my receipt. (laughs) And I start to pull it out of my wallet. And he goes, you know, I don't work here. I go, (laughs) you just want to see my receipt anyway? So he looks at the receipt and he goes, yep. You actually did buy some stuff from the grocery store. I go, okay. He goes, I guess you can leave. <laughs> like, okay, that was cool. a selfie moment. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Carrie? You you... Me? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you gotta have something really funny on the show with you and I. No, I'm gonna tell the same story you. you're ever gonna tell. Oh, just in my life. <laughs> every yeah. day is every day is a joke in Gary's life. <laughs> I was having feelings of inadequacy today, and I go and I go in through my email and Dr. Charles Stanley, you know. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone. I'm going to open this email, and that's my Bible reading for the day. And it's like, if you have feelings of inadequacy, that's a blessing because it forces you into the position of realizing who gives you the feelings of adequacy. And this oh, was wow. supposed to be a funny story, huh? No, but yeah. that was actually quite I'm, I'm still waiting to laugh. But it was kind of funny. <laughs> okay, forget it. You had to be there. No, I feel more intimidated. No, yeah, yeah, it was kind of inspiring, and it did count as my Bible reading for the day. At least I was able to exit off my planner. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, Michelle, don't ask Terry for a funny story. <laughs> She'll only give you something that you can uh, improve upon. <laughs> What's your funny story, uh, Michael? I already told you. I spoke it I don't remember. Off. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> told you how important my, my co-host is to me, huh, huh Ray? She can't even remember a story that was told like three minutes ago. No, you need to tell them how we met, other than the fact that I just called in on one of your shows. That's right. It just sounds like it was just a coup. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It wasn't that no, easy. She, she, called, she called into the show, and, and like I said, it was Ryan Andreas, and he'd done a song. What was the name of that song? Heaven? Angel. Angel. Oh, Angel, you know the one that um, oh I can't remember who was even the yeah. original artist on that, but you know the song, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it, so I must I must know it. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> so she uh, so she calls in wanting to speak with Ryan, and all she can do is cry the entire time <laughs> she called in. <laughs> What? I was bawling the whole time. Oh, that was so beautiful. I can't stop crying. <laughs> Somebody really needs to give that guy a break. He needs to win. <laughs> and so Michael, did you go, wow? I know, right? Like, what made him think, wow, she needs to be my co-host? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that she can spend Cry five so minutes well. on the phone crying in, in, in public to however many thousands of people are listening, then she's crazy enough to be my partner. The strangest catalyst. <laughs> exactly. Because I tell you exactly. what, not anybody could be a co-host to me, and a few have tried. And, uh, and oh my I guess God. they have. You know, Carrie, Carrie has been an awesome co-host. Uh, I, I couldn't have asked for any, anybody better because we do get along and we joke with each other. And she knows that when I give her a hard time, I'm not really being that serious, you know. It's, it's no, just, he's know, never mean-spirited. No, you know, it, it takes a lot for me to become mean-spirited, but I'll tell you what, there's been a few guests that have realized that, that I can be mean-spirited. <laughs> well, because they've crossed that line. Michael can I don't cross that line. <laughs> yes, he can. I, I've, told, I've told people who've called in that, that they were mentally retarded. I told them that, that <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that they were even capable of having the intelligence of using a telephone to be able to call into the show, and uh, you know, I, he's I asked people if that was the sperm that won. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And you were the sperm that won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Imagine I, the ones that worry. lost. They're still trying. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have a problem saying what's on my mind. I never have. 
And uh, never will. And, and, and so it's you know it's so I don't have a lot of friends. I can I can count the number of my friends <laughs> on one on one hand, <laughs> and and not even use all five fingers. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you if you can't take directness and honesty, then then it's going to be really hard for you to be my friend. You know, and and you need thick skin around Michael. Or, what's that, Ray? You need a thick skin around Michael. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yes, indeed, indeed. But you'll only ever get honesty in return. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a very honest loyalty. Yes. You know, if you're if you're my friend, you know, you've got a friend for life and you know that I'll have your back no matter what, whether you're right or wrong, I'll exactly. have your back because you're my friend. Yeah, you know, I may I may disagree mm-hmm. in my mind I may disagree with you, but but I'll tell you what, I will I will yell at the top of my lungs to the highest mountain that you're right, even though I think you're wrong if you're my friend. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely, he will. He mm-hmm. does that quite frequently for me. Yeah. I, I tell my friends all the time, I said. Obviously yeah. wrong, most of the time. <laughs> I tell my friends all the time, I say, I'll defend you to the death for your right to be wrong. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I, I now, where can people listen to you guys? We're really a lot of life, actually. Right. Um, to answer, oh, Carrie, uh, you can hear us on, well, we have a website, daretobebettershow.com, uh, all one okay. word. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Podcasts. We're making our way onto Apple Podcasts. We're... Uh, on YouTube, New Visions Radio, uh, Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, you know, Google us. You'll find us. Perfect. You perfect, always, perfect, I perfect. Always, I always can't. I, I can't tell people to Google me because I'm afraid <laughs> what they'll do to me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little dirty, me doesn't too. it? <laughs> Google you know, me. Google so many things. Google me again. <laughs> <laughs> That's also on my bucket list. <laughs> oh, that is one big bucket, Carrie. It's getting bigger. <laughs> it really is. And I'm getting older. It should be getting smaller. <laughs> well, I, I, I've gotten smaller. I've gotten a lot skinnier, I'll tell you. My doctor freaked out. I went to him just about three, four weeks ago, and, and I, I had seen him like a month prior, and I'd lost 20 pounds. Wow. wow. That's a lot in a month. But I haven't, but I can't lose my belly. My belly still, it's, I look like a freaking frog, you know? I got like these skinny arms, skinny legs, <laughs> and this big fat belly. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> I'm 57. I don't care. No, I do care. Everybody uh, it gets me. harder. <laughs> it gets harder. It really does. I'm the baby of this group. How how'd that happen? Except Sid. I don't she's, know. She's, uh, Sid is 28, but she's been looking for a co-host for 30 years. How'd that happen? <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> I was going to say the same I thing. Know. You sound 21. How could you be looking for a co-host for 30 years? Well, it's magic. <laughs> it's all magic. She's that crafty. It's magic. <laughs> uh-huh. That's right. Well, we're, we're starting to run out of time, and I want to take this time to thank you, Ray and Sid, for coming on the show. I always enjoy visiting with you, Ray. I've visited with you so many times. And it's so nice to meet you, Sid. And and I hope we get a chance to talk again sometime because I think you're really fun to talk with, too. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having us. It was truly a gift. Thank you. Michael, it was awesome so having you guys. It was so nice to meet you. you. Carrie, same here. We'll do it again. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, maybe we can come on one of yeah. your shows. <laughs> Absolutely. Or we there can meet go. in person. I think we should meet in person. Oh, sometime. wouldn't that be great? I think we should too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And let's I think we should video it and record it. Say that again? Let's all fly to Delano. Oh. I'm in. That's where because that? that's where Michael is and he doesn't want to have to yeah. move. He wants it's to stay on his couch okay. and have us go to him. <laughs> okay, so be it. We will. Do okay, it. that's a deal. We'll go to Delano. I'm, okay. I'm the old that's only about a four-hour drive from here, I think. Yeah, you only got about a four-hour drive. For a city, it'd probably be about a twelve-hour drive. A little and further for me. Well, they're gonna fly. Hooray, it'd be three or four days of a drive. <laughs> yeah, no, we should plan I, on that. If that I would cycle be great. there, it'll be a while. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we could all cycle. And, to, <laughs> and we should videotape and record it. It would be beautiful. It would be a oh, it would be of the mind. Yeah, yeah because there would probably be <laughs> a lot do that. that all of us would be together with me being alive. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're going to be around for a long time, Michael. Oh, 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 I know that. Even after I'm dead, I'm going to be around. And, and some people yeah. are going to really know it. <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to wish everything about me died, not just my body. <laughs> oh, I see him in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I hope you had a great time listening to us all because, like I said, this is a show about nothing, and we just have a lot of fun just talking about whatever pops into our mind. And I hope to see you back next Wednesday, same bat time, same bat chance. Bye, everybody. Tune in next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Not Late Night with your hosts, Michael Knight and Carrie Francis. This has been a Michael Knight Entertainment Media Production. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. 
There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ShumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.